Buy gold and silver with ITM Trading. Use the link below to schedule your free strategy call. The big question is, what does it look like just before the entire system resets? And how do I protect my money and my wealth and my standard of living? I'm always talking about those repeatable patterns that happen 100% of the time as we are shifting into a new system. And guess what? A huge tell is happening right now. Coming up. I'm Lynette Zhang, Chief Market Analyst here at ITM Trading, a full service physical gold and silver dealer. But what we really do is specialize in custom strategies and you really better have one because we help position people into physical gold and silver, real sound money. But what we really specialize in and what our mission is, is to help you protect your family and your wealth through this reset that we are living through right now. Because history gives us a guide to these overview patterns. So if you're not particularly technical and you don't know how to read graphs, but you're an auditory learner or vice versa, there are simple patterns that you can see and you can hear to help guide you to where we are. And history provides that. We don't have to, we don't have to recreate the wheel. It's right there. Now, if you haven't lived through it, you don't know it. You don't have what those things are in your DNA, but I've lived through it. I love, you know, people go, I can't believe you tell your age. I'm going to be 69. And I was here in 1971 when we shifted from a quasi gold back standard into a debt back standard and how we were told that nothing would change when in reality, everything did change. But I'm seeing a major pattern shift that, and we've been talking about the rise of the worker and what's happening. And all, you know, I was talking to, I was talking to Ryan last night and we were discussing this piece. And I said, you know, I remember in the 1960s where there was a revolution and there was a revolution. My sister Elena was billy clubbed at Kent State and other college students died during that particular protest, but there were protests all over the place and people were rising up. Young people, you didn't trust anybody over 30. Young people were rising up because they're really the ones that typically shift us into the revolution. So what do we have right now? What is that pattern shift that's telling me that we are so close to a major crisis, a major crash, as we're inside of this transition. And we have to have a crisis in order to get people to move into the new system. But if you're aware, you can fight it. So let's just get, let's just dive right in. Because frankly, the US approval of labor unions is at its highest point since what's that date? 1965. And I can remember my father was a developer and I can remember all of the discussions around allowing a labor union to come in and what did he have to do so that that really wasn't an issue so that he was just dealing with his own employees, et cetera. And they never did uh, put a union in on my father's um, business, 
but he also paid very fair wages. But I remember when the unions were so powerful and so, I mean, they were everything. And then, of course, that has waned over the years as we went from workers being the most important to the new system that made corporations and profits the most important. But now what do we have? We have the labor unions at the highest point since 1965 when we were making the last shift. And you can see it. And historically, going back to before 1940, they were only a little bit higher than that at the highest points. So you can see that things are shifting. 16% today of Americans live in a household where at least one resident is a union member. And that might even be growing again. Well, there was a revolution back then. You might even recall the Beatles song, Revolution. Will there be another? Personally, I think yes. And personally, this to me is a pattern shift showing that that may have already begun because America is barreling toward a summer of strikes. The labor movement is emboldened and ready to test its clout. There, this will be the biggest moment of striking really since the 1970s, said labor historian, blah, 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 who directs. Okay, so this will be the biggest moment of striking really since the 1970s. I think that's really telling. You see these repeatable patterns because worker unrest and currency resets in the 70s were paralleling today. And even if you go back to the 30s and the 40s, you see a lot of parallels. And you know, when we've talked about it, so look at this. This is referencing the 80s, which was the beginning of the full transition. This is referencing the 70s. This is referencing the 60s. Did you see that in between? No, you didn't. But you're seeing it more and more and more. And this is key because this is something that always happens when we transition into a new currency. The number of workers on strike could eclipse recent years. Well, here's 20, 2019. So you remember how there was this rise globally of discontent and people more and more were protesting. And all of a sudden then, ah, what happened? Well, the pandemic happened. And that was the whole world shut down and that quashed all of those protests. But they started rising again. And look at where we are in 2023. I'm telling you, this is making a huge difference. More than 650,000 American workers are threatening to go on strike this summer or have already done so in an avalanche of union activity not seen in the U.S. in decades. And here's a big one, and this is about community. Workers are watching each other and trying to learn from each other. This, I'm telling you right now, is making corporations and central bankers and governments quake in their boots because this is all indicating a loss of control. And the question is, unions on the picket line and who might strike next? Hollywood writers have been joined by the Actors Union. That's something that hasn't happened, what, since the 80s or 70s, something like that. 
but it's not just them. The Teamsters plan a 22,000 worker strike at trucking firm. Why? Because they didn't make the contribution, a missed benefits payment. So workers are getting tired of this. That work employment is tight, so they know they can go somewhere else and get a job, even though that's softening a little bit. But this is happening on a global basis. So it isn't just in the U.S., but it's also across the pond. And it's also south and it's also north of us. Canada threatens new measure as dock workers go back on strike. And do we not see what Canada did to its to its legally striking or protesting truckers, they just, boom, cut off all of their access to money. Well, if you're holding gold and silver, they can't do that because you hold it and you own it. And to them, it is essentially invisible. Keep that in mind because, I mean, who knows what we are, but what we're seeing is that we are no longer a democracy. This is somebody that's inside of the CIA, a CIA panel member, and says, let's see, has claimed that the United States is no longer a democracy, but now an anocracy. Well, what's an anocracy? An anocracy is a combination of a democracy and plutocracy. So we've also seen where other agencies have named us different things because who really has the power? Is it the people? Is it the public? Is it the ones of us that there are more of us than them? No, it's the elites that control the, the everything and make all the rules. But then we're tired of it. If you are an analyst in a foreign country looking at events in America, the same way you'd look at events in Ukraine or the Ivory Coast or Venezuela, you would go down a checklist assessing each of the conditions that make civil war likely. And what you would find is that the United States, a democracy founded more than two centuries ago, has entered a very dangerous territory. That is absolutely true. In fact, the U.S. between 2010 and 2020 dropped 11 points in its civil liberties and its general liberties. And we've lost a whole lot more of them since 2020 as well. What are you doing to protect your freedom and your liberty and therefore your choices? So many times people will say to me, well, when, when? I can't tell you the exact moment when the government and the central banks will lose control. It could be Tuesday morning at 8.35. Who knows? But the time to get ready and the time to be prepared is beforehand, and we are getting a lot of warning. Ray Dalio, who is a billionaire, right, hedge fund guy, he's been warning about this for a while. The rise of China and why he thinks the U.S. is on the brink of war. I did another piece um, with him, and so maybe, Randy, you can pull that link and put it there as well. Uh, but this is a recent article that just came out. A few years ago, I saw three big things happening that hadn't happened in my lifetime, but had happened in the 1930 to 1945 period. What was happening in the 1930 to 1945 period? We were transitioning into a new 
monetary system backed by the U.S. dollar at Bretton Woods that agreed to hold the dollar's value at $35 to an ounce of gold. That's what was happening. Well, we're shifting again. But wouldn't it have been better if you were one of the elites that understood that you could still accumulate gold, right? To protect your purchasing power and protect your freedoms. But what are those three things? Number one, the largest amounts of debt, the fastest rates of debt growth, and the greatest amounts of central bank printing of money and buying of debt since 30 to 45. The biggest gaps in wealth, income, values, and the greatest amounts of populism since 1930 to 1945. And we've seen the populism particularly in um, a lot of the voting, right, in different countries. In the U.S., Donald Trump was voted in, in Italy. So we've seen it all over the world. And number three, the greatest international great powers conflict, most importantly today, between the U.S. and China. But what was happening in 30 to 45? Oh, gee, how about World War II? So you see, wars always accompany regime shifts, and we're already in one. It's a proxy war, in my opinion, but we're already in one, and other things are growing. So what do we do to protect ourselves? Well, some of the states has legalized gold and silver as money. And other states, this comes up pretty regularly. There's a bill that was introduced in March in Texas relating to the establishment of a digital currency backed by gold. It's a great idea. And we certainly know that Texas put in a vault to hold physical gold. And Texas is also historically, you know, pretty aggressive when it comes to wanting to secede the union, et cetera. We saw what happened with the Hunt brothers in the 80s after we took silver out of the money and our government, President Johnson, actually came out and admitted that if they had to, they would manipulate the price of silver and break them, which is exactly what happened. So a lot of this talk is going around, but not much really happens once it's introduced. So my strong, strong recommendation to you is that you become your own central bank. You create that act, but you don't need a government or a central bank dictating what you hold if you hold sound money, gold, and silver. Just accumulate it just like those central banks are doing. And if you haven't started your gold and silver strategy yet, click that Calendly link below. Make that happen. Set up a time to speak with one of our strategy specialists and get your customized strategy in place. Because the strategy is basically the same for everyone. You're going to have a basic strategy exactly like mine. Because I created this strategy Oh, God, based on my studies of currencies and currency life cycles way back in 1987 is when I started studying that. So it's been tweaked and modified, but this strategy is based on your 
personal goals, circumstances, what you have to work with. It puts your best interest first, which is something that I highly recommend no matter what anybody says. Do your own due diligence. Put your best interest first. Become your own central banker. Subscribe to this channel. Leave us comments. Give us thumbs up. Watch the other videos. Share, share, share. Because we don't need 100% of the population to understand what's happening. We just need a very vocal 3%. 3%. Because what they have in mind of us is even worse than what they've done with the fiat money system. Because at least if you're holding a bill, oh, sticky. If you're holding a bill, that at least at this moment is still private. We go into those CBDCs, forget any level of privacy. And initially you'll have great control and you'll love it. It'll be so convenient. It'll work really great. And then bam, that hammer comes down and you are trapped. How do you trap a wild hog? That's how you do it. You do it slowly. You get them, you put up one side, you put food in there. They come back. When they see that side, they're a little weary. But if nothing happens, they go, oh, all right, all right, it's okay. And they keep coming back for the food. And you put up the second one and then the third one. And by the time they are so comfortable, hey, yeah, those sides are going up, but I can go in and I can eat all the food I want. And then I can leave. They put up the fourth one and you are trapped. Don't be trapped. Be your own central banker. And remember, financial shields are made of physical gold and silver. Forget those promises. How do you believe these guys anyway? And until next we meet, please be safe out there. Bye-bye.